All right, and welcome to the third episode of Science Audio Osmosis. This episode is dedicated to my biomedical science students, but certainly uh, my biology students are more than welcome to listen in as well. As we turn our attention to our Human Body Systems course for the spring semester, uh, we need to start to take a look at some new vocabulary and some new terminology, and that's really where Unit 1.1 begins uh, in HBS with uh, some new terminology, uh, some words that you may be familiar with, but uh, quite a few that uh, you will not. Uh, So it's really important that you get a firm grasp on the vocabulary early on, uh, because these are terms and words that we're going to be using throughout the semester. Uh, So we'll begin by just taking a look at a brief overview of some of the um, body systems that we'll be discussing um, this semester. Um, we'll begin here uh, just by looking at uh, the immune system. That's kind of where we left off uh, in the previous course. So in the immune system is made up of several different organs. Um, this is part of the, uh, the endocrine system, really. It kind of overlaps here. Um, so the immune system is, uh, has the thymus, which promotes production of white blood cells. Uh, the tonsils, which uh, we've already previously talked about, uh, but tonsils do their job uh, in trapping pathogens, trapping uh, invaders. Uh, the appendix, which is uh, like the tonsils, uh, tend to view it as uh, maybe not needed, but it certainly does play a critical role in the immune system uh, because the appendix actually stores good bacteria uh, in our gut. Uh, it's, a, it's a great source for where the, the good guys live. Uh, the spleen. Uh, filters your blood. Lymph nodes um, are uh, the little fluid-filled filters that are located all throughout our body. Uh, And of course, uh, the one thing that's often overlooked as part of our immune system, but probably does the biggest job in our immune system, is uh, our skin. Uh, Our skin is our primary defense against pathogens entering our body. Another system we'll take a look at is uh, our urinary system, uh, which includes uh, organs such as the kidneys, which uh, filter the blood, uh, the ureters, which are the tubes that transport the urine, uh, the bladder, which is kind of the the holding facility for the urine, uh, and the urethra, which is the uh, final tube uh, to the exit uh, for the urine. The nervous system, of course, uh, includes uh, the brain, which is our control center of our bodies, spinal cord, uh, the peripheral nerves, and uh, our sense nerves and our our sense organs, such as uh, our eyes, our ears, our taste buds. Uh, That's all part of our nervous system. Our digestive system, uh, which of course includes our mouth, tongue, and teeth that uh, work together to break up food. Uh, our pharynx, which is uh, our food and air tube in your uh, in your throat, uh, the esophagus, uh, the stomach, small and large intestines, um, some accessory organs to the digestive system include our gallbladder uh, and our liver. Uh, our gallbladder is this very small little organ, little green organ. Uh, it stores bile, uh, which is a chemical that's released into the small t- intestine that helps to uh, to break down food. And our liver, which actually produces the bile. Then we move on to our respiratory system, uh, which includes things such as our nasal cavity and our pharynx. Again, uh, the openings to the outside and our air tube. Our larynx, which is our voice box. 
our trachea, which is our windpipe or the air tube, uh, our bronchi and alveoli um, that are inside of the lungs that actually do the job of exchanging the gases, our cardiovascular system, uh, which includes all of the arteries and veins and arterioles and, and capillaries uh, that transport the blood and, of course, the heart. The endocrine system, uh, which includes uh, the hypothalamus, the pituitary and adrenal glands, ovaries and testes, the thyroid, even the pancreas. Um, the endocrine system is the one, uh, it doesn't get a lot of love, I guess, in terms of body systems. There's some more glamorous body systems that we hear about all the time, uh, but the endocrine system does such an important, important job for our body um, in, in secreting hormones and chemicals that our uh, body needs to function. We're also going to talk about some directional terms uh, in this unit. Um, some of the terms that you need to be familiar with um, are terms such as anterior or ventral. Uh, both of these terms mean to the front of the body. Uh, on the opposite side, we have posterior or dorsal. Both of these terms mean to the back of the body. Superior and inferior. If you remember our discussions of the heart, you'll remember the superior and inferior vena cavus. Superior means higher than. Inferior means below or lower than. Lateral and medial. Lateral means towards the side. Medial means towards the middle. Proximal and distal. Proximal means on a limb near uh, an attachment point. Distal means on a limb that's farther away from an attachment point. And then we have superficial and deep. Superficial meaning uh, more external, more towards the surface of the body. Deep means more internal. Overall, uh, there's some, some basic facts that you need to, uh, to know about uh, the body as we, we make our way through this unit. Um, there are four different types of tissues uh, that our bodies are made up of. Those are connective tissue, uh, epithelial tissue, muscle tissue, and nervous tissue. Uh, connective tissue are things like uh, tendons and ligaments and bones. Epithelial, uh, different types of, of covering. Skin is epithelial tissue. Muscle tissue, I think, is pretty self-explanatory. Uh, remember, there are three different types of muscle tissue. Uh, there's cardiac, there's smooth, and there's striated. Cardiac is what your heart's made of. Smooth is what's found on the uh, outside of organs like your stomach or even on the outside of, of blood vessels like arteries. And then striated muscle uh, is what we use to move our bones and, and physically do things. And then, of course, there's nervous tissue. Um, we tend to lump all nerves into one, but in fact, there are several different types of nerves and, and different parts and pieces uh, that make up nervous tissue. Now, uh, humans have, uh, speaking of connective tissue, 206 bones uh, at maturity. Uh, babies and, and young children have a few more because uh, the bones haven't fused together yet. Um, that, those Number of bones does decrease with age, but uh, at full maturity, 206 bones. Um, humans have 23 pairs of chromosomes. A little bit of biology here for you. Remember, we get 
46 chromosomes in total, 23 pairs. Uh, 23 are from each biological parent. So 23 from biological mother, 23 from biological father. And speaking of chromosomes, remember DNA is known as our identity molecule. Um, humans have DNA in all of our cells. That's that's the instruction book. That's what uh, our bodies use to create the proteins that make your body work. Uh, some other things about our body that you need to uh, to know. Uh, we have a four-chambered heart. Um, a lot of organisms have uh, two or three-chambered hearts. Uh, a few even have five-chambered hearts. Uh, but the humans have four-chambered hearts, and it works really well for us. Uh, we have a highly evolved cerebral cortex um, that's part of our brain, the cerebral cortex, that allows for our high intelligence versus other members of the animal kingdom. Um, lungs are dependent on outside pressure. And when we study our respiratory unit, I find this really interesting, and this almost um, blends in with chemistry and, and thermodynamics and, and pressure when we're talking about things. Um, when you breathe in and breathe out, we think it's our muscles doing the action, when in fact it really isn't. Uh, it's the air pressure around us, and we'll talk about that and, and how the air pressure actually drives our breathing. Uh, and oddly enough, uh, little body hair. Uh, compared to other primates in the animal kingdom, uh, humans have very little body hair. Um, and really, that, that's an evolutionary thing. Um, so those are just a few points of, of interest uh, talking about uh, the human body system as a whole. Now, bouncing off of the uh, the types of tissues. Remember I said there are four different types of tissues. Uh, the epithelial tissue uh, lines organs, lines body cavities, is found on the outside of our body in terms of skin. Muscle tissue is what moves things. Nervous uh, tissue uh, is the signals. It's what carries the electrical signals from the brain and spinal cord to the parts of the body and back again. And of course, um, connective tissue is what joins everything together. Now, um, there are uh, a couple of types of uh, connective tissue that I want to talk about here. Um, Adipose tissue is one of those. Uh, adipose tissue is uh, is fat, uh, and technically it's a part of your connective tissue. So when a person has too much connective tissue, uh, we say that, uh, or too much adipose tissue, we may say that they're obese because adipose tissue or fat uh, is actually part of your connective tissue system. Also part of the connective tissue system uh, is your skeleton, is uh, your bones. And when we look at our skeleton, uh, there's actually a couple of different parts that we can divide our skeleton into. Uh, we have the axial skeleton. And the term axial literally means like axis. Um, it's kind of straight down the middle. Uh, the axial skeleton uh, includes your skull and your trunk. All right. Uh, the actual skeleton's main job is to protect the soft, gooey stuff inside, uh, whether that be your brain, your heart, your lungs, whatever. Um, think about your axial skeleton. You have a very thick, hard skull, and you have in your trunk a rib cage that is designed uh, to protect 
against impact against your soft internal organs. We also have what's called an appendicular skeleton. And our appendicular skeleton includes our arms and our legs. Uh, this is These are our limbs. This is what allows us to move and operate. So we can break the skeleton into two different parts. Axial, uh, the skull and the trunk, and appendicular, uh, which is your arms and legs. Now, uh, when you look at a skeleton, uh, there are features that we can look at to determine a few things, such as male and female. Um, gender is best determined from a skeleton by looking at either the skull or the pelvis. Okay, uh, In males, uh, the eye sockets are generally more square, where females' eye sockets are generally a little bit rounder. Uh, in males, the mandible, the jaw, the lower jaw bone, is more of a U-shape, okay, more of a square jaw, uh, whereas in females, it's more of a V-shape, more of a pointed uh, shape to the, the lower jaw. Males have bones that um, in their skull that have uh, brow ridges, and, and around the eyes, are those bones are a little bit sharper, um, whereas females, it's a little bit smoother. In looking at the pelvic girdle and the pelvis, um, males generally have a, a heart-shaped pelvis uh, that's a little bit narrower. Females have a wider uh, pelvis and a more rounded shape to the pelvis. And of course, this is because uh, that rounder, wider pelvis needs to accommodate childbirth. Now, there are some... Uh, some other terms when we talk about bones and then we can we can divide bones up into different parts there are uh, things such as uh, meta if you hear uh, in terms of a bone you hear um, something that's meta that means uh, in between in our hands and our feet our fingers and our toes we have what's called metatarsals those are the bones that are in the, your middle knuckles uh, uh, on your fingers or your toes uh, we hear a term such as cervic, uh, which actually means your neck. We've heard of your cervical vertebrae, that's the higher up vertebrae, the C1 through C5. That's what that C stands for when we're talking about your neck, uh, cervical. Um, well, thoracic is your chest. Um, cranial means your skull. So there's different words uh, and root words and parts of words that we will discuss uh, throughout this uh, course, and it's really kind of important that you, you keep up with the terminology so that you understand exactly what we're talking about. Now, the last thing that this uh, unit one will discuss is uh, is DNA, and really this is more of a throwback to uh, biology and uh, our first part of the course um, this fall. Remember, DNA is deoxyribonucleic acid. It's a double-stranded molecule. It contains four nitrogenous bases, adenine, guanine, thymine, and cytosine, or A, T, C, and G for short. Um, remember, each person uh, shares more than 99.9% .9 of the DNA of every other human ever, uh, which is pretty incredible. Uh, it's that 0.08% or so um, kind of rounding there that uh, makes us each unique.
Now, DNA analysis um, is one form of something called biometrics. And biometrics is uh, basically means life measurement. Um, biometrics is used to tell individuals apart. Iris scans, voice analysis, fingerprinting, uh, facial recognition. These are all forms of, of biometrics. Uh, if you have a newer iPhone um, and you have Face ID and you just look at your face and it unlocks, well guess what? That's a form of biometrics. Now remember, uh, in order to uh, to look at DNA, uh, and compare DNA between two different people. Uh, DNA can be extracted from a person, and then scientists can perform what's called a PCR, or a polymerase chain reaction, to amplify that DNA, or in other words, to make millions of times uh, bigger than the original sample. Uh, they can then use restriction enzymes to cut that amplified sample of DNA up and uh, then run uh, gel electrophoresis, which we've already done, uh, to analyze the size of each DNA fragment. Uh, remember, when we go through uh, gel electrophoresis, the pieces that uh, show up in your gel are called the restriction fragment length polymorphisms, or RFLPs. Uh, and really, that uh, that pretty well brings us to the end of Unit 1 for this course. Um, kind of a short unit, um, very vocabulary heavy, trying to set you up to get ready to use these terms throughout the, uh, the course of the term. Uh, the next unit that we'll discuss uh, is our communication unit, which will talk about the brain and chemical and electrical communication throughout the body. So we'll be looking at brain and the nervous system and the and uh, the adrenal glands and, and things of that nature. Uh, so that's always a good one, and we'll get to do a brain dissection as well in class. So uh, until next time, I'll uh, see you later.